and Triple M's No Talk Day is tomorrow. It's a day dedicated to raising awareness for men's mental health, a day where we don't talk on the radio so you can talk and have those important conversations. But how do we best discuss a sensitive topic like mental health? Well, whenever we need some advice on the matter, we head straight to a man who's made it his life's mission to start a movement for change in the mental health space, and that man is the founder of Pucker Up, our mate Wayne Schwoss. What a good morning. Uh, that's very kind of you, Matt. I'm not used to such uh, a nice introduction given our jousting that we've been doing for the last 12 or 13 years, but that's very kind and I, I really do, I, I admire and I appreciate um, the station and the network's decision to bring this to the fore by having a no-talk day tomorrow and I think it's another indication that we are shifting the conversation. We are creating more of these environments that give people permission to be able to talk. Swatter, we absolutely are, and, and it's high time, but um, it's still a difficult conversation. And I guess even with all the right intentions, how do you pursue a conversation with someone that you know who's struggling when they mm. basically shut you down after you ask that initial, are you, are you okay? Yeah, I think that's – there's two things that I want, to, I want to share with you, your listeners this morning. Well, one is in response to what you've just said. And there's also another conversation that I do, want to, I do want to encourage people to have much sooner. So in relation to the question that you've just had, um, I think when, you, when you're concerned about somebody, you've got to remember that our job or your job is not – you're not a professionally trained person. You can't treat what the underlying issue is if there is a mental health condition. So that's not, that's not your job in this situation. If you're concerned about a family member, a friend, a child, a colleague, then our role is just to open up a discussion. But before we think about asking the question, are you okay, we just need to think internally, how am I going to respond? What will I do if there are some things that are shared in this conversation which I might find uncomfortable and challenging? You need to acknowledge that, that that's a possibility. You need to think about what would my response be if something that is shared with me is concerning, alarming, upsetting. And then think about, okay, if a situation arose, how would I respond? And the most important thing that I would encourage people to do is if you're worried about someone, ask them, are you okay? Yeah. But don't answer the question for them. And what I mean by that is you ask the question, hey, are you okay? And just allow silence to sit there. And I know it's challenging, but what you want to do is give that person permission to think about whether or not they choose to say something to you or they don't. And, and what I've learned over the journey, Lou and Matt, is if you ask the question once, you'll get, yeah, I'm okay. But if you just patiently sit in that, in that space with that person and 10 or 15 seconds later go, no, are you really okay? And then you might have to ask it a third time. Yeah. By the time you've asked it once, to the second or in most cases in my experience third time the third time you ask that question followed by silence the person will invariably take a deep breath and go well actually I'm not so the challenge is if we ask it once it doesn't give the person the opportunity of opening up but if we persist respectfully by asking the same question and just allowing silence to sit after the question in my experience what I've seen consistently is people will invariably say actually I'm not and there you've got a conversation Yep. And if that opens up, your job is not to fix, not to solve, not to solution. Your job is just to listen, hear what the person's got to say, park any judgment and criticism because they don't need that, and just allow them to talk, and then offer them or ask them, how can I help you right now? What do you need from me? And it could be just the fact that they need someone to listen without judging or criticising them. 
It could be they need somebody to listen and encourage them. Hey, have you thought about talking to your partner? Have you thought about talking to your manager? Have you thought about making an appointment to going and seeing a GP? Or it could be, hey, listen, would you be okay if I helped you get in to see a doctor and get a referral with a mental health plan so we can start to get you the professional help? Now, that's at one end of the conversation spectrum, Mm. and that's really important. But what I want to encourage people and challenge people to start thinking about is this. Why aren't we just sitting down with people way before we become um, stressed or overwhelmed or developing the early signs of a mental health condition? Sitting down around uh, a studio in a radio station, um, at home around the kitchen table, at a footy or netball club, when we're with family, friends or colleagues, and just having conversations around, hey, what does well-being mean to you? What is good well-being or what does good mental health mean to you? What are the things that you do that allow you to look after your mental health and emotional well-being? And this is not a criticism, but having worked in this space for a long time, for a lot of us, we're still waiting until it becomes problematic yeah. before we start to talk about it. True. If we, can t- if we can talk about it, because for a lot of people, mental health and well-being is intangible. For me, I've got very clear under- a very clear understanding of what it means for me because I've worked my backside off for a long time. But for other people, they don't know what it looks like. They don't know what it represents. They don't know what to do. So what I'm trying to encourage people through the pucker up, sit around with people that you trust and begin to just have conversations around what are good things to do? What are positive things that I can do to look after my mental health? It is much easier to stay healthy than it is to respond when we're unwell with mental health conditions. And I don't believe anyone needs to become unwell before we start to think about what we do and how we talk about it. Oh, Wayne Schwartz, incredible advice. And we're going to put that whole chat up on our um, Facebook page, Triple M The Border, and our website, triplem.com.au. Have a listen to it uh, and uh, and then... Um get stuck in tomorrow if, if if you can. Yeah, it's just a, a great excuse with no talk day tomorrow to actually have those conversations. And Swatter, thank you so much. You know how much we appreciate you in all aspects of what you do, but especially in the mental health space. Have an awesome day. You too, uh, lovely Lou and uh, Matthew. I do know that we have fun uh, most weeks, Matt, but it is... I love these conversations and I really appreciate your continued support and the opportunity of sharing these important discussions with your wonderful community up your way. So have a good day tomorrow. Today's a good day to start the conversation as it is every other day and I look forward to, um, well, just uh, returning to normal proceedings when I speak to you next time. <laughs> That's <Matthew>. right. <laughs> Thank you. Wage Foss, we'll talk to you next week. See you guys. Lou and Matt. It's Triple M. As I said, that whole chat is going to be up at uh, our Facebook page, Triple M The Border. Have a listen to it before you have any conversation tomorrow for uh, No Talk Day. It's Lou and Matt.